So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus, and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and opened the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all, the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. Hello, hello. I have a very special guest with me today, and our topic is going to be extremely interested. interesting. So if you have been interested in spirituality, wanted to develop your intuition, self-trust, and wondering how can this really help you to make better d- business decisions? How can it help you grow your business in a better way? Well, this episode is for you. I have an incredible guest, Riley, with me here today, and that's the topic we're going to be talking about. Riley, I'd love you to introduce yourself. Welcome to the podcast and tell us more about yourself and who you are and who you help. Yes, thank you, Elena, for having me here today. I'm so excited to dive into this topic. It is my favorite thing to jam out on. So my name is Riley June. Uh, For the longest time, I went by intuition master coach and spiritual teacher. I've recently transitioned more towards lifestyle transformation coach and mentor. And the reason being is because I found that the more we dig into learning about our spiritual gifts, our inner uh, voice, our intuition, is then not just so much about understanding our intuition, but the application of it in our lives. We want to evolve ourselves. We want to become more involved and patient and grounded and developed. And so that really is the application of knowing yourself on a deeper level. And so the work that I do is very much about understanding the language of your soul, your intuition, and how to then go and apply it to your life, whether it's overcoming the wounds of your past, your business growth and development, making better, safer, more confident decisions, or even just how you walk as a mom or a wife or a woman in life. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So let's st- start there. You said something like your gifts, your spiritual gifts, your intuition gifts, and that I guess, do we all have it or do some people have it more than others? Yes. So I used to believe that you had to be like the child who saw spirits in the closet to have this intuitive psychic ability. And what I came to realize when I started down my own self-discovery and healing journey was that 
intuition is just an innate part of us. Some people call it gut instinct, mother's intuition, uh, survivalism (laughs) when we really need it. And so our intuitive ability is something that is innate within us and harnessing it and understanding it really comes from better understanding yourself. And I actually find that those who have grown up in a, in a more traumatic environment tend to be more susceptible to tapping into that ability because they were subjected to survivalism in, in all different variances and degrees. Um, but they tend to be more tapped into it because they predicated their safety on it whether it was understanding the room, understanding the people that they were around, knowing how to adjust and adapt to not get hurt in, in any you know degree of what that uh, involves and applies. And so I've typically found that those who are more traumatized tend to be able to tap in and uncover their gifts faster or just use it at a higher degree, more of a, a hypervigilance. However, that doesn't mean you don't have it. And that doesn't mean you can't develop it to the point where you're like very on par with understanding and connecting with it. And so when it comes to our intuitive abilities, it really is in any case, no matter how you grew up, uh, an experience that or a language that you really just need to create space and time to get to know and understand. Wow. And how do we do it? And I guess a lot of people listening probably thinking, well, what is intuition? Like, what is it? What is this ability? Can you just describe this in a little bit further so people can come maybe recognize it and start noticing it? Or maybe that will also help them to just start exploring it within themselves. Yes. So your intuition in, I guess, simple, not simple terms is the language of your soul. And in order to really be able to understand that, that for yourself is you have to come back to two things. One, can you recall a time when you knew something and you didn't know how you knew it, but there was nothing in the world that was going to convince you otherwise, like this thing, whatever that thing is, was going to happen, was going to show up, was going to be experienced. And in some time frame, whether it be right away or years down the road, you've it happened, it manifested, it existed. And before, you had no way to explain it. That was your intuition coming through to tell you like, hey, like here's something coming, right? The other way to understand this is if you've ever stood across someone, sat across someone, been in conversation with someone, and you just all of a sudden, that's the key, all of a sudden, something just changed. You were normal, neutral, happy, excited, whatever. And all of a sudden you were overwhelmed, anxious, mad, needed to like leave, do something. It was just like this instantaneous shift. That's your intuition trying to communicate somebody else's emotions to you. So even though they're sitting there like, oh, my day is good. And, you know, the weather is nice or a a client is trying to tell you, yeah, like this is going, this is going on, this is going on. And they're seemingly calm and neutral but you start to pick up frustration, anxiety, depression, sadness, and you're like, wait a minute, you know, what's going on? This is your um, empathic ability, which is uh, essentially uh, an extension of your intuition. So a more specified experience of your intuition. And it's the ability to read the emotions of others. And so the first one that I explained was your claircognizant ability, a clear knowing, but not knowing how you know. And so 
when you can start to identify how your intuition is coming through for you, some in, in different cases than others, some are audience, um, audience intuitives. And so they hear things. If you've ever been in a grocery store and you hear your name being called and you have no idea where it's coming from, you're looking around, you're feeling like a crazy person, nobody's running into you that you haven't seen in a while, but you know you heard your name being called. This is your intuition coming through in a clairaudient ability. And so it's first starts with just identifying how it's showing up for you. Yeah. And I guess, what is it? So there's could be knowing, there's deep knowing, there's audio, audio cognizant, there's a vision, right? You can maybe see things. Um, Maybe there's, is there any others? How many other, I guess there's censoring, maybe like maybe smelling things. I don't know if that is a, is a way uh, but I heard actually someone, I heard someone say who has psychic abilities and what she talked about, she had a particular smell of jasmine where something was good happening or was like a right house or the right area. There's just particular smell on repeat that she was experiencing. And that was her sign, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but yeah, is this, is this all can people, I guess, what are the signs? I think knowing is a good one. I've certainly had this. And I think if I had to pick my ability, it would be something like knowing because there's something inside of you unexplainable, but you just know this is a right path and it's a kind of an absolute yes. Oh, this is just does not feel good. It's just, I know it's a no. I don't know why it's a no, but it's a no. Um, but some, if someone's visual, how can they recognize that that could be their thing? Yeah. So I, I want to take a step back for a moment because there's two things that you talked about that I really don't want to mix, um, look over to help someone to really understand this. So the first one being is that your intuition is essentially a mimicry of your physical senses. So if you want to create the parallel in that way to understand it, that's a perfect way for me to explain it is that it's just a heightened sense of your physical senses. So we have touch, taste, smell, feel, um, think, right? We wouldn't think of that as a sense, but it is. And so your intuition is the energetic component to it or the parallel. And so it's just understanding that if you can smell something, if you've ever woken up in the, or if you've ever been somewhere and you smell coffee, but there's clearly no coffee brewing, right? That is a part of your intuition coming through. If you're tasting something, but you haven't just eaten it and there's no smell in the air to trigger that, that is also your intuition coming through. And some, in some cases, it can be attributed to like what um, you said, one of, it was your client or your friend who would smell jasmine and just know that was her sign, right? For some people, it is connecting with spiritual energy or an energy of the room. And so it's really just then figuring out, you know, what it means for you. Um, the other thing that you talked about is how to use it or, you know, what does that look like for a person? So once you can associate and identify how your intuition actually comes through for you, it makes it so much easier for you to apply it because I find that a lot of people when it comes to them wanting to develop their spirituality or spiritual gifts or even understand it to begin with is they think that by knowing their intuition, they're going to be able to make clear, concise decisions all the time and they're going to avoid ever making a wrong choice or taking a misstep. But with your intuition, it isn't so much about always being 100% right. It's more so the development of learning yourself because at every stage and chapter of your life, 
You're going to have different people, different experiences, different smells. Your vision's going to adjust and adapt and involve um, or change, go completely in a different direction. And so if you learn your intuition, or I should say, as you learn your intuition, think of it more as this opportunity for you to continuously get to know your soul better, right? So we were sent to this earth to live out a purpose, a passion, a mission. And oftentimes people tend to think, well, the more I become intuitively inclined or spiritually inclined, I'm going to know exactly what I'm meant to do in this world. And somewhere along the way, it kind of gets intertwined with it's what I want to do in this world. But I believe in, in God in a Christian sense. And so even you know, religion aside, God, I believe, is the pinnacle of all creation. We have to be able to explain how we got here and it has to be something or from someone beyond space and time. And so when we start to evolve our spiritual senses, we have to understand that someone's already designed our life for us, designed our exit points, designed every other side of our decision, whether we think it's bad, whether it's not ideal, whether it's great, whether it's the best decision we make. Someone's already designed the paths forward and our intuition is getting to know, to know that trust. Just like in marketing, we have to like, know, and trust the person we're going to buy from. We got to know that for ourselves. We have to like, know, and trust ourselves too. But most importantly, I find on a deeper level, because spirituality, even by definition, is the detachment of the things in the world. And so if you're going into wanting to know more about your intuition or develop it on a deeper level to manifest more things, you're actually doing the opposite of what becoming more spiritually evolved is. And so utilizing your intuition and connecting to it, one, first, figuring out how you even connect, because some people don't see visions at all. Uh, It's called aphantasia. And so it's the inability to see mental images. And that doesn't mean you won't ever be able to, but figuring out that not everybody has the same uh, intuitive strength, if you will. Mm. And so once you can identify that, now you can start applying it to change and transformation in different areas of your life. Because if you want to grow and evolve your business, but your health is a mess or your relationships are a mess or your money is a mess or you know some aspect of your self-image is a mess, your business will always only grow to the extent that you know, like, and trust yourself. And that's really where that language of your intuition comes in. Does that make sense so far? It, it's beautiful. It's beautiful how you describe it. I love it so much. And I think the language you use is so beautiful, like the language of your soul, exploring that understanding, how does your soul is communicating with you? Isn't it getting curious and really hearing it first and then exploring uh, how it can guide you? So is it that when we think about decisions and what is the right path to take or how to navigate our life, is it Is it that it's just really looking inwards and listening to that language of the soul to know what to do next? What would be the path? I really love this question because for the analytical mind, they want to know the step. Okay, well, once I figure out my intuition, let's assume there's like a point where it's like locked in, right? 
what do I do with that? What's the step? How do I know the best, you know, next thing for me? And then for the the more imaginative mind, they're like, okay, well, you know, do I surrender? Do I go with the flow? Is it just like willy nilly choice here, decision there? And you have to understand that it's like, it's a balance of life. So it's just really more so evolving yourself to live more consciously. And when it comes to decision making, you have to understand that no matter how spiritually evolved you are or how analytical you are, how many insulated measures you put into place to protect you from making bad or wrong decisions, you've never made the next step forward that you're going to make. And so your level of self-awareness will always be limited to the ceiling of your knowledge. And with your intuition coming into play, you're, you know, meditating, you're, uh, you know, checking in with yourself more, you're holding better boundaries, you're communicating more efficiently and effectively, you're, you know, putting each area of your life in order and balance, you know, you're doing better overall, your health is in a better place. Your ability to make conscious decisions or more evolved decisions has to come from your ability to analyze, but also to trust and surrender. And because we know that moving forward, no matter where you're at and what you do, will always have a ceiling to what you know, that's where I really love that intuition comes into play to lean into something greater than yourself which for me, a lot of people, they go to the universe, but I always encourage people, you know, no matter what your background in faith is, is to understand that something still had to create the universe because within our universe is another universe. And within those universes is a galaxy. And then beyond that is another and another and another. And then we get into like time deconstruction and that's a whole nother thing. So beyond a universe, something had to create it. So why not just go to the very thing that created you? And you can call it whatever you want, but at the fundamental of truth, it is going to be God and the God that created you. And so for a lot of people, they like to explore this in in multiple facets. For me, I just decide to go to the Christian Bible because I find that it's the only belief system that offers us a life beyond what we think, want, and know. And so for me, that just seems like the most beautiful truth and honestly message of love and hope and inspiration beyond whatever happens in this world, because this world is chaotic. There's it's just no way around it. <laughs> no matter how much order you put in your life and insulation and in, even in your business, right? You can't predict um, you know, the downfalls of you know of external things that we can't control. And so, anyways, my point being is that. Your intuition helps you to really be able to develop a deeper sense of faith in God's plan for us, the grand design for you. And I guess it's also like when someone's listening, thinking, well, what's the benefit? Like, why should I go on this journey? What is the kind of, what's the rationale if someone's logical? or? And I think this is what you were just talking to, is that actually the element of fear disappears. The element of trust increases. The element of going out and doing things that don't make sense, but you just feel so 
connected to it. It just feels like a right answer, but logically doesn't make sense because you don't know what's on the other side. You might go into this room that would be an amazing person that you meet and might offer you this incredible out of the world business opportunity that you couldn't have predicted, that you couldn't have rationalized, but it becomes the one meeting that just changes your life forever. And because you had this feeling inside of you that told you, you know what, go and attend that meeting. I don't know why, but listen to me, go and show up, go and sit in that chair and going to meet those people, it might not have made sense in that moment, but there's something bigger at play that's guiding you to the right place in the right time. And I think people think, why should I develop my intuition? Why is this relevant? This is why. You said that so beautifully. And I'll add just to really tie a bow on that is that your intuition is not the voice of fear. So if you're fixated on, you know, uh, uh, downfalls of things you can't control externally or even internally, if you're at the point where you're evolving yourself, you likely know more about mindset and subconscious wounds and reprogramming. You know, your intuition is far beyond that. It is that voice that guides you to go into the room, talk to the people, even if your subconscious is like, mayday, mayday, don't you dare do that. <laughs> you're going to trip, you're going to spill, you're going to fall, you're going to go broke, whatever the case would be. Your intuition doesn't know fear. It only knows forward moving motions because your soul has already been to the destination of your life, to the day that you pass and where you could potentially go beyond that. And so your intuition is the language of your soul pulling you forward in your life, right? Because regardless of how much fear you carry or what you focus on, you're going to hopefully wake up tomorrow. And if you do, there's going to be a force within you that's guiding that. And so your intuition helps you to move forward. But even better, the best news is that it guides you to something bigger than you could ever dream and imagine for yourself. I think it's so beautiful. And let's maybe just as we finish this episode, I'd love you to maybe share some practical tools or something that people can find helpful. Someone was listening to this as yes, 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 I've done this before where it didn't make sense and it led me to finding my husband or starting this new or meeting this person that was transformational because there's always those moments that we can look back and say, wow, that was, if I did not go to this room, I wouldn't see this ad and this ad has changed my life. So if someone's like, absolutely, yes, but I want to learn more, can we give them some tools and let's just dive deeper into how people can really dive deep into your world as well when they want to discover and learn this further? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And I just want to, you know, state, thank you so much for having me on the show. I love having these conversations and, you know, if this is resonating with you, don't hesitate to come and start a conversation in my DMs. I love just jamming out on intuition. You know, if you want to figure out where you're at and what your next step is, just come and chat. <laughs> I won't bite, I promise. So I'll approach your question from two perspectives. The first one being for the one who's very analytically minded and they're like, okay, you know, I can understand what she's saying, but... I still don't get how this concept of like surrender and trust and flow and ease really fits into my future, into my personality and characteristics, identity, is that for that person who wants to explore this more, it really comes down to silence and creating space. If you can't get silent with yourself and you struggle to make space for yourself, you'll never be able to fully trust and surrender to a moment. And it's likely that you're overwhelmed and anxious and stressed and feeling chaotic, really fixated and focused in on a problem 
And your intuition is going to help pull you out of that. But in order to be able to become anxiety free, to not fixate on your schedule or your calendar or your money or problem solving and solutions is you need to start with space. I I loved this saying, someone said this a few years ago, and it always stuck with me. It's that God's work, God's miracles is in free time, is in the silence. And for anyone, it's really this understanding that if you're in a problem of any sort, whether it be within yourself or in your external life, You'll never be able to have the solution, no matter how much money you spend or no matter who's coaching you through it, until you can learn to get comfortable with being uncomfortable with the silence within yourself. And so for the analytical mind, I would honestly start with create some time and create some space to literally just sit. No podcast, no music, you know, maybe just you and a cup of tea or a coffee, not even another person and not even a journal. Because for the analytical mind, they want to start decompressing. They want to start writing down. They want to start figuring out silence is your key. Now, for the person who's in flow and they're like, oh, yeah, I get this. I'm jamming out on this. Intuition is my thing. I love it. Trust, surrender. I'm here for that. What I would encourage you in that space is to actually go to the source of where you are sourcing your messages. And why I say this is because I started in all things um, New Age spirituality, meditation, Buddhism, tarot cards, oracle cards, all these kinds of things. And I will context, so I'm not going to go too biblical on you, but um, this is from my journey and what I constantly find, especially with anxiety um, and this desire to ground, is that the source of your intuition is the most important because there is so much deception And you likely already understand that there is a spiritual warfare taking place. It happens physically with how much our attention is constantly being grabbed and swayed from all different areas and genres of our life to just feeling depleted with our energetically with our quality of food and quality of water and quality of relationships in our life, what we consume. And so the source of your message and really exploring that is going to be so vital and important. Because if you really predicate your values in your life on truth, you have to understand that truth is objective, not subjective. It doesn't actually care about how you feel. It cares about what you do. It's moral. It's principle. And I know someone might disagree or or even be triggered and say, well, you know, who's to say that that's God? Again, all I invite you to do is just explore with an open mind and an open heart. Because I didn't start with God (laughs) by any means. Um, That was not a place where I went first. I grew up Catholic. I say hypocritical Catholic because uh, we'd go to these sermons and we'd come out in the parking lot and everybody would talk smack about each other. And I'm like, well, that's super counterproductive. It wasn't until later in my life and actually going through a healing journey and really predicating that, you know, no matter where I go and what I do, I want to know the truth beyond how I feel. Because that's ultimately how we grow, right? Is we challenge what we think we know to find something better and bigger. And that's how I even got to the point of like, I'm just going to go to God versus the universe. Um, So really dig into the root and the source of your message and look beyond what comforts you most. Because oftentimes what you'll find is if you have a multitude of sources for your intuition, you're likely seeking validation versus actual, um, uh, the evolution of you and and the truth beyond where where you are right now. So that would be my advice to really 
get more uh, practically into where you're at and how to move forward from there. I love it. And as, just, as you mentioned, I wonder, something question came up and I wonder whether that makes sense to ask it. I wonder what's the source of our fear and anxiety actually is, because if the intuition is really the opposite of that, I wonder, because anxiety will certainly, you know, anxiety fear is the thing that actually blocks us, gets us in a way, keeps us small, keeps us hidden, keep, takes us off our path. And, um, I wonder what is that? What is kind of like, why is it showing up? I guess, yeah. I wonder your thoughts on that. So primarily what it is, is our brain is naturally pessimistic. So we typically operate at a more hypervigilant state because our brain is only programmed to keep us alive and it wants us to survive. It doesn't care about thriving. It doesn't care about good news. It doesn't care about sunshine. It literally, our brain is designed to help us survive. And so if you're not someone who's ever worked on that muscle, because your brain is ultimately a muscle, you likely source out or just unconsciously, unknowingly are always plugged into more negative conversations, news, um, comparisonitis is some of where a lot of our inner dialogue comes from, um, even negative thoughts and, and monologues that we have with ourselves. And so when it comes to, you know, being more subjected to or focused on fear, it really is just ha not having exercise. Maybe you didn't know you could, or maybe you're, you know, working on that wherever you're at in that journey. Uh, just knowing that you actually can exercise your muscle of your brain to, uh, to go beyond the pessimism, to go beyond just the survivalism. But even in the most spiritually inclined people, even those who work on their mindset and, you know, heal through their emotions, because that's also a big component to why your brain focuses and fixates in fight or flight, in an unregulated nervous system, in uh, always trying to figure out how to solve a problem or, or to insulate themselves from a problem, right? So very fear-based mentality um, really does come down to one of the biggest things is your environment. You know, what's in your environment that's also constantly fueling you to stay focused in that area of fear as well. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, I always think of it as, um, because it is, our mind is just keeps us trapped. I always think, well, actually, future is uncertain. There's, you don't know what's going to happen. It's 50%, 50-50, could anything happen? Well, what if, instead of focusing on the bad, what if it works out better than I can imagine? What if it's even better? What if I do, what if it's perfect? Um, because future is uncertain and certainly, you know, 50-50 chance for everything. Wonderful. Well, I love I love this, Riley. That was such a beautiful conversation. I think I just love how you, the language you put on those, such an important feelings and experiences that people have. And I know people will find it so valuable. Um, is there anything that you have coming up or going on that you wanted to share? And of course, you have an amazing podcast. We definitely are going to direct people to. So if you want to dive deeper into it, your podcast is amazing. I loved it. And of course, I was on it as well but it's just it's full of incredible incredible episode yes so again thank you so much for having me today elena this was honestly so much fun um so definitely my podcast it's a great resource i do two episodes a week mondays are all about personal development spiritual development and thursdays are all about business 
Uh, so that's a really great place to start in my world. Also DM me. I loved opening up conversations, whether you're an entrepreneur wanting to be more confident in your decisions with your intuition and just yourself. I'm here for you. If you're on a self-led spiritual journey and you're really wanting to uncover, you know, why you're anxious, why you're waking up at three in the morning with panic attacks, why you can't feel confident and you're sick and tired of opening the closet and the clothes are always the same, yet you hope that they're surprisingly going to change. You know, you're struggling with getting out of routines and habits that you're constantly beating yourself up for, like not waking up early, not doing the meditation, being, you know, overwhelmed with your kids reacting, right? All these kinds of things. Um, we can start a conversation there as well. So I actually collaborated on the self-led healing side of my work with a clinical physician. And so he does the um, actual testing so that not only are we addressing, you know, what's keeping you anxious and hyper fixated on fear and overwhelm and anxiety, but also, um, you know, he can figure out physically what's going on because it might be adrenal fatigue. Well, we need to figure out what we need to do to restore those levels. It might be that your liver is underperforming and so your body is carrying a lot more toxins than it's supposed to, right? Which is going to cause brain fog, the inability to focus, the uh, fight and flight in your nervous system, you're hyper anxious, right? So he deals with the body consulting. And then I work with you on the emotions and the behaviors and the mindset that's keeping you looping those cycles. And so that's my favorite place to really jam out and do some deep intentional work with you guys. Um, so yeah, at, at any point, just come at the very least. come. And oh, it's beautiful. I, lo I love the work that you're doing. I think it's so needed and there's so many people will benefit from it. And it's an absolute gift. Thank you, Riley, for being here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. And you you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I'm running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.